Hey everybody, it's Kyle McCaffrey. I'm the founder and lead trainer of Hero Bells. Uh, today is the 28th of July and we're recording in Valencia, Spain. And today's podcast is about consistency. So I have a little bit I wanted uh, to tell you about when it comes to consistency and just a few, actually five steps you can do to implement as a strategy in order to be consistent in your life. So this short this podcast is designed to be a short, impactful message so that you get the most out of your training and out of your life. So I'm just going to tell you a little bit about consistency and my interpretation of it and how to maintain it. So you've probably struggled with consistency in your life. Everybody has. Most people procrastinate. Uh, they poorly prioritize or are victims of their own egos, I suppose. The main consequence is wasting your time if you have commit. Obviously, you don't want to have commit to anything. Oh, pardon me. Uh, anyways, time and attention are the most expensive commodities, so you really have to pay close attention um, to how you're using your time and attention, i.e. with social media, even podcasts. Um, but these two things are highly interlinked, and I'm talking about um, procrastination. The good news is, is that we can hack our brain and behavior patterns easily and effectively. It's easy because you likely already have all the mechanisms necessary. So we'll get into step one, which is batching. Your day-to-day -day life is already full of tasks, chores, and events that you can batch together. Everyone has a routine for at least one thing in their lives. You put your pants on one, <coughs> excuse me, you put your pants on one leg at a time. So that's a pretty good, that's pretty good evidence to say that you have habits that everybody does, unless you are one of those people who walks around and you don't wear pants. Understandable, everyone hates pants. So um, these habits are on autopilot, so it's those that you attach your new habits to. Most people go to the gym before or directly after work, and maybe, maybe that's not an option, which leads to the next point, which is efficiency and effectiveness. So be honest with yourself and your time. You're going to have to sacrifice somewhere, and it might be Netflix. Sorry. As good as making a murder and stranger things are, you probably want to uh, avoid that. Uh, home workouts are a good option combined with self-discipline. You can't really say that you're going to work out at home if you're one of those people who doesn't have a lot of self-discipline. So maybe just start off with, <laughs> heaven forbid I say this, clean your room. You'll likely want to progress beyond the capabilities of home workouts anyways, so keep that in mind. Effectiveness, if you can't if you can get a workout in, but you're short on time, you're going to have to increase the intensity or the time under under tension. So you need to make sure that, say you only have 15, 20 minutes, half an hour, you're gonna have to really go hard and get after it in order to get the, the maximum benefit. And you should be anyways, but usually you can plan things out a little bit differently or get um, diversify your workout uh, more effectively with a, lo a longer, Time frame. So, for instance, if you're going if you're going for one hour, that seems to be a, a golden number for gym time or exercise time because that could include your stretching, your warm up, and then your actual workout. Maybe a few extra things here and there. Maybe you want to isolate a particular muscle. Um, that can all be part of it with a longer gym session. But in the case that you don't have time, and we're talking about efficiency and effectiveness, 
obviously you're going to try to have to really get after it. Um, you can also check out videos on my Instagram feed and on my YouTube that's going to help you save some time and money. So I hope you do that. Um, and please comment on those videos if you ever check them out. Um, step three, social reinforcement. Being the social creatures that we are, this, the concept actually makes sense. Uh, what is social reinforcement? When you get to tell your peers what you're going to do in an open forum like Facebook or Twitter or whatever, maybe it's just verbally. That seems to be uh, pretty good. Old school is the way to go, I think. Ultimately, public shaming and guilt will be the consequences of failure, so take that with a grain of salt. But your friends, if they are your friends and you say you're going to do something and you don't do it, there's always going to be that asterisk by, your, by everything you say when you say you're going to do something. So, But there's a trick to this too. Start the thing you're doing so that you can build a degree of confidence first and then pour your heart into your social media feed and tell everybody what you're going to do. Maybe take your, your selfie of, of you in the mirror that a lot of people like to do and see your before and after. Um, but there's no sense in telling everyone you're going to do an Ironman triathlon in a year if you can't even jog. Maybe you got a busted ankle. Maybe you are two or three hundred pounds overweight. You, it's very unlikely if you're being realistic. But you can't be a pessimist either. It is absolutely possible. I don't know. Maybe you carry around. Be, uh, <laughs> I have no idea if you wear like tight clothes to keep all your skin together. Because if you ever see those people who lose a lot of weight dramatically. Not a pretty picture. Um, but anyway, you just want to set yourself up for success. And of course, you want to make sure you have the right friends. But knowing that, friends make the worst of enemies. So social reinforcement is very powerful. Step four is visualizing progress. Um, what can be measured can be managed. That's the skinny of it. If you make the attempt to jot down some bullet points about your workouts, you'll be able to make a quick graph along the way. There's a ton of apps to help you record your data, even more simply snapping a before and after picture, like I mentioned a minute ago. Um, of course, pictures you're willing to share on social are probably the best. Um, of course, there's the age-old body weight metric. If you're trying to gain or lose mass, this is the tried and tested and simple way to visualize your progress. Although it can be deceptive along the path of transformation, <laughs> um, losing fat or gaining mass will cause all sorts of fluctuations with your image. And knowing that, it'll mitigate a lot of neuroticism that goes with the tactic. So the tactic of, of just writing down the number, or you're, you're not even gonna have to write it down, you will remember what you weighed two weeks ago, if it's something that's really important to you. And for a lot of people it is, knowing that you, especially if you're overweight, it tends to really stand out, or if you're grossly underweight, um, you're, you're definitely gonna know that number. But uh, last and not least, maybe even the most important step to being consistent is injecting fun and novelty. So step five is fun and novelty. Uh, an important aspect to being consistent is the level of enjoyment. If you're going to go to the gym, uh, have a specific performance goal instead of a fat loss or muscle gain goal. Those fat loss and muscle gain goals, as great as they are, um, they're very surface level and tend to be very vague because Maybe you say, maybe you do decide to get a measuring tape and put it around your bicep or put it around your waist and you want to gain or increase that, the size in those areas. Um, those are very surface level and, and to pursue those tends to, at least in my estimation, um, 
make people more neurotic and superficial about something that's as important as as uh, personal well-being and fitness. So you really have to understand why you're doing something and fat loss. Uh, so you want to have the you know a bikini body or that kind of thing. Those are all great, but what how you're going to grow as a person is going to be much more profound and keep you consistent. So if you train your mind to have fun and to set up a, a performance goal, you're actually going to, you're more likely to continue. And fun, like sports, are a really good way to do that. Um, you'll learn a lot about yourself doing it this way. And then you can imagine yourself competing either with yourself or in a sport. So maybe you're into, um, I don't know, could be curling for all I know, and you probably would want to... <sighs> I don't know, get good at sprinting maybe. You want to have a little bit of force going forward and have some fine motor skills, I suppose. But doing it for a reason. Maybe curling wasn't a good example, but <laughs> it could be uh, it could be just sprinting itself. Maybe you want to get your sprints better. Maybe you have to boil your exercises down to increasing your foot speed. Or maybe you like boxing and you want your hands to be fast. Um, there could be a lot of different reasons. And those things are actually really fun. So for me, I got into boxing and jiu-jitsu. I would do certain exercises that were tailored to making my, my practice a lot better. So that was a really fun way to do it, and that really helped me a lot through the, the, the darker times when you start to get, you know, there's times where you get bored, and those are it's really good to have a sport, something that you can, that's bigger than you, especially when it comes to a team. Um, but play is overlooked uh, in a culture of metrics, trends, and image. Getting off the couch is the most important. Uh, making a game of exercise is also a winning strategy. Yeah. If you're in the gym and it's getting old, it might be time to alter course. Like I was just saying, um, if you're concerned with fat loss, think, think of training as a sport, wherein losing fat would be an inevitability. Like I said with boxing before, a minute ago, if you, if you were trying to get your, your hand speed or your foot speed to, be, to improve, there's a good chance that you're going to lose some fat and that's if that's your goal if your goal is to gain weight well you're going to you might have to lay in, uh, lift some weights and eat lots of food but um, anyway all these steps combined you need to batch your sessions with a little bit of self-discipline pick some exercises that are fast cheap and effective to combine daily habits with new habits habits <laughs> so they stick uh, add some intensity or stay under tension for as long as possible. Share your goals. Do that on social. It's a great tool for that. Let everyone know what you're doing to achieve your goal. Write it down. Uh, record your daily results. Social media is a great way to get uh, the metrics out there. And it creates a, a stake mentally because now everybody's watching. So picture um, or video. Do a, Sorry, make a picture or a video and post it. The information isn't going to disappear from the internet, so it's going to be there. Um, and then finally, have fun. Think about your purpose. Not uh, Glamorous metrics aren't always going to um, be the, the be-all, end-all. You need to not be afraid of changing your perspective on yourself and physical fitness. So that includes people who are already in the industry. You know, you can get... Uh, well, bodybuilders tend to be the, the brunt or the lightning rod of hate, but nonetheless, you don't need to always think about life in terms of the beach body or trying to sculpt yourself. But anyway, 
If you do like a boxing or a sport, think of what you really do like and purpose your fitness around that. That's probably the best way to do it in order to be consistent and because the whole Instagram glamorous part of it where you get to see these people do these incredible performances, that might not be for everybody. You might be of the type of person that just wants to be, you know, um, when it comes to the fitness department, you, you're you going to be confident going into something, in, into whatever you do, as opposed to feeling like the pariah when everyone is saying, hey, let's go and play a game of football or tennis or hockey or something. So that's probably the best thing you could do to be consistent is always think of fun and exploration. So Hey everybody, thank you so much for listening. I hope this podcast was useful to you. Um, I want to let you know that I have more tips and workouts available on YouTube that will also help you along the way of your training. Just search Hero Bells and please comment. I love comments. Like and subscribe, turn on notifications and check in often. Thanks so much again. Have a great day.